Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Wednesday the 9th of September. I'm not sure what's crashing there in the background, but I'm uh, I'm sure we'll all be okay, folks. Don't worry. Hope you're all having a wonderful week as we reach hump day. Yes, it's halfway through the week. Uh, and you know what? There is lots and lots of sport this weekend because we have the Minus 10 kicking off. Um, and uh, if you haven't been following the New Zealand Sport Radio um, a build up to that, then where have you been? Get onto the New Zealand Sports Radio Facebook page um, where we're getting around all of the all of the provinces, chatting with the coaches um, about how their build up has been going. Yesterday, we put out um, two videos um, with uh, Otago and Kansas Manukau, and today we'll be putting out Hawks Bay um, and Waikato. Yes, so do, as I say, get on to uh, New Zealand Sports Radio and check that out. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host this morning. And in the news today, um, we have England recovering from a spot of bother. Phoenix players finally get home. Um, the uh, Highlanders are going to turn to Tony, are going to turn the clock back and um, go for Tony Brown. The Warriors are calling in their reinforcements. Um, the uh, Celtics beat the Raptors and the Clippers beat the Nuggets in the NBA. Um, George Bennett has been riding with a broken, suspected broken rib, um, and we have a sprint finish in stage 10 of the Tour de France. Um, in gymnastics, um, we have uh, uh, two, uh, um, uh, uh, Leslie Nicole and uh, Rachel Vickery have been added to the um, independent review panel. Um, and over in the uh, US Open, Serena Williams goes through. We have someone pulling out of the French Open, um, and then America's Magic uh, managed to crash their boat. So it's all going on this weekend. This is your best way to start the day up to speed, up to speed with all of the important sports news. Um, and let's start off with that Tour de France news. Yes, George Bennett um, crashed twice in the opening stage um, in Nice when it was raining um, and has been riding for the past nine stages with a broke, suspected broken rib. Um, his team's had a fantastic start um, with both uh, uh, Van Aert and Primoz Roglic winning stages and also Primoz Roglic in yellow leading the race um, at the rest day. Um, so 
but so yes personally uh, he's been having a, a tough one yesterday in stage 10 we had a sprint finish so all of the uh, favorites um, are in the same places as they were overall um, but sam bennett won his first um tour de france sprint stage uh, he's previously won stages at the giro d'italia and the Valletta espana so now he has a full set of grand tour stage wins he was just ahead of Caleb Ewan um, and Peter Sagan uh, in that um, sprint finish. I'm going to hand you over to Arshin now. He's going to take us through our cricket update. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our viewers on the interweb and wherever you're listening from. And as Paul said, England recover from a spot of bother. Yes, this third T20 carries on this morning as we come to air, with England sent into bat and putting up a score of 145 for six. England have made a few changes for the dead rubber, and after an early wicket, Johnny Bairstow and David Milan got things back on track. England have struggled to have the momentum that they have achieved in the earlier T20s, but a little cameo from Joe Denley, as Joe Denley's in, has seen them through to a bit of a defendable score. The winner of this game will actually sit number one on the ICC T20 ladder, and currently Australia are 31 for one. They've just lost a wicket. Uh, I'm not sure who that is. It looks like it's Wade that's gone, Matthew Wade that's gone out. And uh, they've actually changed their um, side around as well with no David Warner. Meanwhile, in the CPL, the Trinbago Knight Riders are slowly putting the foot down on the pedal with another easy win, this time against the Jamaica Taliwas. The Taliwas batted first and managed just 107 for seven off their 20 overs, with the TKR bowlers leaking few runs. With Hossein Narayan and David Dwayne Bravo with economy rates of four or below. TKR cruised through to the total uh, target in just 15 overs for the loss of only one wicket. The game later today is between the Guyana Amazon Warriors and the St. Lucia Zooks. It's a key game with both teams sitting on 12 points on the table and sitting in second and third positions on the table, respectively. Now, with a, and a gap opening up to the Taliwas, who are on fourth position, sitting on seven points. The Australian government is poised to give exemption to India team to the country, will allow their lucrative summer test series to proceed. As has been mentioned way, way, way back from the cricket desk on the morning sports briefing, India will quarantine and train at the new hotel, which is attached to the Adelaide Oval. Perth was also an option, but the Western Australian government said no. At this stage, the Boxing Day test is still scheduled for MCG, but should COVID-19 cases not decline or even get worse, the Boxing Day test will most likely be held in Sydney, which will mean that there will be back-to-back -back tests in Sydney with the Boxing Day test followed by the New Year's test. And this week's hot topic on swinging from the hip, what is going to happen in cricket, uh, club cricket Go, and what's it going to look like with the COVID-19 environment? It's not as simple as it seems. I was having a chat with one of the friends of our show, Hussein, last night, and there's quite a lot to it. So we'll be discussing that. So make sure you tune in to be part of the conversation with your views tomorrow night, 8 p.m., Swinging from the Hip. And, Paul, that's our cricket news for today. Thank you very much, Ashwin. And uh, I'll hand you over to Stephen, who's going to take us through our birthdays this morning. Good morning, everybody. I'm still trying to work out what is a Taliwa. What is a Taliwa? Uh, oh, I've, I've actually have had this on before, and I've, mine's gone blank. Um, I will find that out, and I will come back tomorrow and go through what a Taliwa is. 
it's got to be something exciting. Make sure you really. tune in tomorrow morning to find out what a Taliwa is. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to New Zealand Sport Radio. And in uh, birthdays this morning, a man who turned from uh, league to boxing to community leader, a uh, All Black who followed in his father's footsteps, and uh, finally, a rugby league player who uh, won the 2014 NRL Golden Boot Award, and that's where we start our birthdays this morning. Tally was can't get it out of my mind. Sean Johnson, uh, born this day, the 9th of September 1990, is a New Zealand professional rugby league footballer who plays as halfback or first five or five-eighths for Cronulla Sharks in the NRL and New Zealand at international level. He previously played for the uh, Warriors. Uh, Johnson uh, played for the NRL All-Stars in 2013, and in 2014, he won the Golden Boot Award for the world's best player. Staying uh, with the oval ball game, but the 15-man code. Anton David Oliver, Anton Oliver, born this day, the 9th of September 1975, is a retired New Zealand rugby union player. Previously, he played as a hooker for Marlborough, one of the predecessors to today's Tasman side, and Otago in the National Provincial Championship and the Air New Zealand Cup. Wow, those are names from the past. And he spent 12 seasons with the Highlanders in Super Rugby. He earned 59 caps for his country and for a period was the All Blacks captain. Just a reminder too, his uh, father, Frank Oliver, also played uh, for the All Blacks. And finally... David Letelli, born this day, the 9th of September 1979 in Auckland, New Zealand, also known as Brown Butterbean, is a professional uh, boxer. And I'm going to bring up some uh, uh, stats on uh, David as well. Now, David originally, he originally played rugby league at an early age uh, to the point where he was actually training with the uh, New Zealand Māori representative team. However, Letelli wasn't able to... Um, basically uh, played due to shattering his knee, but he also attracted the attention of the uh, NRL, the New Zealand uh, Warriors, but once again, um, injury intervened, and he also went on to play for a minor premiership team, the North Sydney Bears, who used to be an NRL side, but then once again, injuries took its toll, so he basically went on to become a, a bockler, boxer, and uh, a lot of his original fighting was with the uh, Duco events card, before turning uh, pro, he had the uh, he has his nobility as a professional boxer, public figure, and a, u- a unique prolific contributions to field entertainment. And he's also obviously had that character. Butterbean, he was a very very big guy, but he uh, back in 2016, Natelli lost over 90 kgs, and his uh, weight loss has inspired a lot of uh, people in terms of health and uh, uh, wellness journey. So he's created a a, uh, a Facebook, which has got over 5,600 uh, followers and a uh, very, very interesting guy, very motivational, and um, he still does a, a heck of a lot in the community. And in 2017, he received a special award from the Pacific People's Award at the Vodafone Events Centre. So there you go, a top man. So I hope all three have uh, Sean Johnson, um, Anton Oliver, and uh, David Latelli all have a very happy birthday today. Be a good guy to get on the show, Paul. No, absolutely. I mean, David Latelli, you say, does some fantastic work um, helping people uh, with their fitness. Uh, yeah, he's run runs a, a BBM, a fantastic, yeah, a really good uh, program there in Auckland. So uh, yeah, if you do have, if you want to get yourself um, uh, down in weight, then please do. Anybody of any size, he uh, yeah, definitely uh, works. It. So definitely looking to look into that. Uh, his, you say. 
his Facebook, his um, LinkedIn, Facebook posts are very inspirational. Moving on then to our rugby news. Um, and uh, the Highlanders are opposed to, uh, looks like they're going to be um, asking Tony Brown to take over as head coach. Obviously, he's been head coach there for a season already. Um, the uh, Because at the moment, they're just uh, advertising for a defence coach. So clearly, it looks like they're looking at promoting from within. Um, Tony Brown, definitely one of the uh, top coaches in New Zealand at the moment. I thought he might want to just stay as an assistant coach and not have all the admin of a head coach role, but it looks like he's happy to take on that top role. The person that I was backing for the for the um, Highlanders' new head coach role was Ben Herring, uh, but it looks like he has signed a two-year contract in Japan. We're not sure yet who, or we don't know yet, who it's with, um, but reports are, yes, that he will be heading up there to Japan for two years, the ex-Otago and uh, Sunwolves coach Ben Herring. Uh, I'm going to hand you back now to Stephen for the sport that just keeps on giving. It's our NRL update. Thanks again, uh, Paul. In uh, league news this morning, the uh, Warriors call in uh, re reinforcements for their clash against the Cronulla Sharks in Sydney this weekend. And Cameron George fears uh, for the uh, Warriors moving forward, but it's uh, with the uh, Warriors team naming that we start with. Eels lone duo George Jennings and Daniel Alvaro will return to the New Zealand Warriors Lineup for their clash with Cronulla Sharks in Sydney on Sunday last weekend. The pair was forced to sit out the match against their parent club, but will slot back into a game day squad for the Warriors' must-win match against the Cronulla Sharks at Jubilee Stadium. Jennings will replace Gerard Veal on the left wing, while Alvaro moves into his regular interchange role. But they have to wait another week for the services of Panthers lone prop Jack Hetherington after his four-game suspension. An agreement has been reached for Hetherington to rejoin the Warriors, although he hasn't yet been cleared by Penrith to uh, leave. The only other change to the coach, the coach uh, Todd Payton's side, is the promotion of Asaya Papaili uh, to the uh, front row at the expense of Lachlan Burr, who will drop to the bench. Unfortunately for the Warriors, there's no sign yet of rookie. Standout Elisia Katoa, who's still working his way back from a hand injury sustained in the bigger win over the Newcastle Knights last month. With Parramatta pair back, Peyton has been able to name a full complement of 21 players after being left with just 20 fit players last week. Name on the extended bench are Curran, Paul Turner, Tom, Alia and Beal. Adam Kegren falls out of the matchday group. The Sharks currently sit eighth on the NRL ladder, four points ahead of the 10th place Warriors, and will be trying to bounce back from a heavy 28-10 defeat to the Newcastle Knights last weekend. So that's a must-win game for the Warriors also with the Cronulla Sharks. I believe the standoff Chad Townsend has been suspended, but they will welcome back our birthday boy, Sean Cameron. And speaking of Cameron, New Zealand, <clears throat> did I say Sean? Sean Cameron, Sean Johnson. New Zealand Warriors Chief Executive Cameron George fears <clears throat> for the future as the club, as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to wreak havoc on the sport. Due to strict border restrictions on both sides of the Tasman, all NRL games have been played in Australia this season with the Warriors based in Gosford. Originally, they were up in Tamworth. The club faces the distinct possibility of repeating the situation in 2021, with George planning for back-to-back -back campaigns with no home games speaking as part of the future's 
of Auckland Sport webcast, George has urged governments to consider lifting border restrictions for sporting teams and leagues to prevent a potential collapse of professional sports in New Zealand. We're having to take a long-term view that we will be based in Australia again next year unless something dramatic happens over the next couple of months, says George. What translates into commercial challenges? Obviously, our fan base is here. Our priority is to be here and play in front of them, but the circumstances outside our control may not allow that to happen. That means we lose out on membership and commercial partners to start our review for positions and so on. From a Warriors perspective, if we are not in New Zealand, that will have some major impacts on us for sure. Excuse me. George Blues Chairman Don McKinnon and New Zealand Netball Players Association Executive Stephen Bond all spoke on the webcast expressing the reality that New Zealand sport was in danger of extinction. So, uh, yeah, you could probably uh, uh, check out that um, that podcast as as previously mentioned. I'm not going to mention them again because we are New Zealand Sport Radio. So that's all our league today. But if you want a little bit more fix on Rugby League. Tune in tonight at 8 o'clock with uh, Sanjay and Brad on the standoff. And uh, hey, I'm pretty sure they'll have some interesting things to say. No, absolutely. And uh, I would say that it sounds a bit, um, uh, I would say a bit scaremongering there to say extinction of professional sport in New Zealand. Because look, whilst there is the audience, there will always be um, professional sport um, jumping up to or filling the gap there. So does it mean that some of the uh, individual um, sports or teams may struggle or may even disappear? That's correct. But um, another team would stand up in its place. So one of the things we've been saying about this whole COVID thing is, yeah, um, when we were when we were a rugby podcast was, yeah, rugby might uh, change. But hey, there'll be rugby afterwards for us to watch. Paul, definitely. Paul, Paul, the only thing that the, the only thing that could possibly happen yeah, you, you you might lose a bit of commercial sponsorship, but salaries will have to drop. That's just that's just the way it is. You know, that's that's what's going to happen. There'll always be sport. We were we were amateur before we were professional, so it'll still be there or thereabout. But uh, I suppose it's up to the the people in the community just to take care, do the right thing, and um, hopefully we do get through this. But it is some of the community breakouts are a little bit concerning at at this stage, Paul. But uh, hey, we'll see how we go as long as we take those precautions. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, do do join Brad and Sanjay this evening for the um, <laughs> standoff show. Uh, Stephen <laughs> jumps out of his window, um, the <laughs> and uh, heads off uh, to his day job. Thank you very much, Stephen, um, for uh, joining us uh, for that one. Um, moving on then, and uh, in the football, talking about people uh, and, and travel restrictions, the Wellington Phoenix players returned. Um, have returned and came out of um, their uh, quarantine yesterday. So 80 days after travelling to Australia, um, the uh, were the uh, Wellington Phoenix players got to return home. Um, so yes, that is what nearly three months um, that they've uh, been away for that shortened part of the season. Clearly, if they had to go and do that for the full season, it would be even um, longer there. Um, in the NBA, as we were saying, the Celtics beat the Raptors to go 3-2 up. It is now just one game away um, from making it to the conference finals. Um, and the Clippers beat the Nuggets to go 2-1 up. Still plenty of uh, um, games to go in that um, series. Today, uh, we will be having the, the other two series 
So the Heat will play um, the Bucks. The Heat lead 3-1 um, in that one and could finish the, um, could go through um, uh, um, today, whereas the Lakers and the Rockets are tied at one all um, and their game will be at 1 p.m. today. Um, moving on then into gymnastics and yes, the uh, the um, independent review um, being run by David Homan, the uh, former head of the anti-world, uh, the World Anti-Doping um, Agency or WADA, um, has uh, called in former Silver Fern uh, captain and uh, now Dr. Leslie Nickel and ex-international gymnast Rachel Vickery um, to help him with his independent review into gymnastics. Uh, he said it had become very clear that he would need um, females uh, sports people as part of that review board and that makes absolute sense some um, having some people who um, uh, understand what the pressures are on the athletes um, and uh, also um, is, is definitely going to be key for that review so uh, let's hope they get all access to uh, all the information that they need and they get a full um, review uh, to improve um, gymnastics over in the tennis and at the US Open, six-time champion Serena Williams um, came through a three-tester uh, to make it to the quarterfinals. She beat um, Maria uh, Shakari 6-3, uh, 6-7, 6-3 to, uh, um, to, to go through. Uh, the world number one, Ashley um, Barty, um, who is not at the US Open, had decided that she will not defend her US, uh, French Open title either, um, has decided that uh, she will not be going to that tournament. Um, she's explaining that it's been very difficult, for, that she's been unable to train um, because she lives in Brisbane and her coach has been based in Melbourne, obviously due to COVID-19, um, there's travel restrictions, etc. cetera. Uh, that means that she's not been able to train properly um, ahead of um, the French Open. So has decided that actually um, she will not be uh, going to that event. Um, just uh, some, don't forget to like our Facebook page because this weekend we will be getting to a number of Farrah Palmer Cup and Mighty 10 Cup um, games, um, bringing you post-match interviews. Um, we will be at uh, Harbour versus Bay of Plenty um, for the Farrah Palmer Cup game on Friday, followed up by the Harbour versus Canterbury and Mighty 10 Cup. Then on Saturday, we'll be at Waikato versus Taranaki in the um, Farrah Palmer before watching uh, Waikato versus Wellington in the Meister 10 Cup, jumping in the car, driving up State Highway 1 to uh, Counties versus Tasman in the Meister 10 Cup. And then on Sunday, it's a road trip up to Northland for Northland versus Auckland in the Farrah Palmer Cup and Northland versus Manawa 2. So that's right, yep, seven games we'll be covering across the Meister 10 Cup and Farrah Palmer Cup this weekend. Check out the, um, the, all of those Post-match interviews will be on our Facebook page at New Zealand Sports Radio. In the America's Cup, um, the America's Magic uh, managed to uh, capsize um, their boat, um, um, the Defiance. This is their first boat, not their second generation boat, um, whilst training. Uh, they were able to quickly get it back upright and continue on with their, um, with their training. Uh, all that American Magic will say is that... Uh, um, that they had a full session on Sunday. They weren't not, not going to comment on the incident apart from that. However, um, Sail World's uh, New Zealand editor, Richard Gladwell, said the ability to recover from capsize in those dive situations and continue race training is very pleasing to see in the AC-75. 
Um, it means that the boats can be pushed very hard in racing situations and recover from a mishap, unlike the AC-50 and the AC-72 um, of the 74th and 35th America's Cup. So, yes, so those, um, the catamarans that they used to race in, once they went over, well, that was it. Um, getting them back upright was, uh, was, was a mission. Um, and obviously, so from a safety point of view, much better. Uh, it looks like the, the, the mono hulls that we have now are much um, safer uh, than the um, catamarans, which is good to see. You have now started the day the best way up to speed with all of the important sports news. Don't forget, you can listen to us on the go. Um, you just search for New Zealand Sports Radio on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, have a wonderful day, folks, uh, and we'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. bringing you the morning sports briefing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 